Hello, beautiful people. Welcome to the A Word podcast. What is the A Word? The A Word symbolizes the censorship that comes with speaking about mental health and life experiences in general. This is a space where those censors do not exist and where we are able to have raw, real, and unfiltered conversations about mental health, spilling some tea about life, and sharing some laughs and cries along the way. Above all, we are here to have fun, do some self-care, and some loving on you. Welcome to the A Word. What is up, you beautiful, beautiful people? I'm so excited to get into this next topic. Today, we are going to be talking about for forgiveness and most importantly forgiveness of yourself because you gotta forgive yourself you gotta do it it's time it is time to forgive yourself and I'm here to help you find those tools and understand exactly how to accomplish that I will be giving you some tools and some tidbits and some guidance in this episode So moving on to my personal story, I have a huge track record of just consistently taking disrespect, not standing up for myself, and not forgiving myself for past decisions I have made, and not treating myself with respect, not treating myself with love, and not treating the ones that have always been around, been there for me, been my support system, my rocks with love either. And for that, I have beat myself up, beat myself to a pulp for not doing those things, not forgiving myself for maybe not knowing better or not understanding how to navigate forgiving myself for those moments, for those instances of issues that I've had in my life. Specifically with decisions that I have made when I put somebody else over my family and didn't speak to my family for that reason. Um, I was in a relationship and essentially the person I was with was doing things and going about life in a way where, and I don't necessarily think it was intentional, but it was causing a huge, huge divide in my family. I, for a long time, did not talk to my family. I had no intention on allowing them to be in my daughter's life. I just completely was at a point where I had just wanted to separate myself. I beat myself up for that for a long time because the, 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 at the time when I made the decision to put someone else in the way they felt and let that be my own and then to treat my family, the people who raised me, the people who have uplifted me, the people that have supported me throughout so much and I... The fact that I even thought about not talking to my mom, not talking to my grandmother, not talking to my aunts, 
for this person for these reasons that really didn't make sense I've I really had a hard time forgiving myself for that because it seemed like for me it seemed like I was slapping them in the face and saying you know I don't care about the things that you have done for me I don't care about the things that you have sacrificed for me in my life I don't care about all the things that you're trying to do now to support me. And that was a really, really hard thing for me to get to a point where I could just say, Ashley, you didn't know. Ashley, you were struggling. You, your mental health was in a really bad space. It's okay. You have apologized and they have accepted your apology. It's time for you to forgive yourself. So with that, I believe that a lot of you listening to this right now can probably resonate with something like that. It might not be the exact same thing, but there have definitely been times I know in everyone's life where we really, really struggled with forgiving ourselves for something. Even if it's that, you know, we couldn't save our moms from our dads, we couldn't We might not be in a place where we can provide for our families, both whether you have your own family, your own husband, wife, or kids, or providing for the people who raised you. You might not be at a point right there, point now where you can do that. So you're trying to forgive yourself for that, or you've made decisions, you've done some really, really wrong things in your life, but are trying to move forward and have grown from them, but you're still finding it hard to forgive yourself for those things. And I'm here to tell you, if nobody else will, that it is time to forgive yourself because you are holding on to so much weight. I I speak often about the emotional shackles. My whole mission statement in my course and in everything that I do in regards to mental wellness and self-growth lies around emotional shackles, right? Every piece of trauma, every situation that we go through, we are adding, and every situation that we don't heal from, we're adding another emotional shackle to our body that is weighing us down and keeping us from being in that place of grounding and peace and abundance that we are destined for. And forgiving yourself is a massive way to break free of some of those shackles so that you can get up and take off, take flight into those beautiful spaces that are waiting for you to arrive. So what does, what are some things that you need to forgive yourself for? So we're going to dive, at this time, we're going to dive into some reasons why you may need to forgive yourself. And if any of these resonate with you, please let me know. I'd love to dive deeper into a conversation about it. You can send me an email. You can send me a DM. We can talk about it on my live on Instagram if you'd like to. I'd really like to know how these resonate with you. So number one, doubting yourself and doubting your experiences. This is a big one. 
And this was a big one for me. I did not think that I could go to law school with a six-month-old, not in a good space in my relationship, either with my family, not really with my family or my significant other at the time, and trying to work and starting a whole new time in my life. It almost brings me, I'm, I'm kind of tearing up thinking about it. I doubted myself. I did not believe that I could do it. And because I did not believe I could do it, I was proving myself right. I was struggling. I was crying every day. My first year of law school, it would not be an understatement to say that I did not cry, that I cried every day. If I, it might have been a few days, but I cried every day, whether it was at school or I cried as soon as I got home or I cried on my 30, 40 minute drive on the way there, on the way home. I cried every day because I would look at these other, my peers, my colleagues, people who just freshly got out of college, had no kids, no responsibilities, you know, just out here. You know, just assuming that because I wasn't a traditional student that I couldn't do it. Because I was a mom to a six month old, I would in going home and and breastfeeding and taking care of a baby or going straight from school to my job, not getting off till nine o'clock and then trying to find time to study and then having a baby waking up in the middle of the night. I was frustrated and I did not believe I could do it. And it took me a long time to forgive myself for doubting my own abilities. In my mind, it was how dare you if anybody else is going to support you and let you know that you can do anything because you are that bitch, it should have been me. It had to have been me, right? And I am I was I upset with myself for being that person who pulled me down because I got that enough for my colleagues. I flat out had people ask me, well, don't you feel bad for not being here with your baby? Well, aren't you sad that you have to put your six month old in daycare and you have to be here? Well, don't you think that maybe you should try to come back when she's older? I had people who did not know me. From the next black girl to the other, that's a whole other conversation. I feel like they could tell me how and when I should live my life and whether or not I should be in law school. And I did the same thing to myself. Now, how did I forgive myself for it? I sat down with my journal I, and I love journaling. I always recommend that as a way to just get your thoughts and your feelings out into a physical place. I wrote down all the reasons why I thought I couldn't do it. And I really challenge you guys to do this and I'll bring this back up at the end of the episode. Write down all the reasons why you feel like why you believe your limiting beliefs, why you feel like you can accomplish this. Why you feel like whatever this is, is not possible for you. And then tear that shit up. 
Tear it up. Burn it. Whatever you have to do to symbolize that this is not a part of me. These thoughts, these beliefs are not who I am. They do not define me. And I will overcome because I am that bitch. Period. Done. Right? Number two. Staying in bad situations because you didn't know better. Or maybe you did know better, but you were scared to lead the situation. I was in a really, really bad relationship in undergrad where I attempted to commit suicide um, multiple times during the relationship because I, I hated it, you know, and, um, You might say, well, Ashley, instead of trying to commit suicide, why didn't you just leave the relationship? I was in a situation where I was with someone who threatened to kill themselves if I left them. I was in a situation where I was scared that he may hurt himself if I left him. And I could not have that on my conscience. You know, that was not something that I felt like I could live with. But looking back and with hindsight in 2020, I know that that was a manipulation. That was a game, right? It was a game to make me stay. And I beat myself up for years because that relationship was a turning point for me. Very negative turning point for me where I did not recognize myself. I did not know who I was. I became this really not great person. To be honest, I do I did not like that version of myself. That version of myself was not someone that I'm proud of and she is not someone that I would ever want to return to. You know, I've buried her. She's she's gone. I love her and I appreciate what she had to go through so that I can be this version of myself now. But she's not someone that I would like to return to. And that's how I had to forgive myself for that. I recognized that that version of myself was going through something unspeakable, something unimaginable, something that I never ever thought that I would ever have to endure or have to go through. And so I had to speak to her. I had to speak to that other part of myself and let her know, Ashley, I see you. Ashley, I hear you. I'm here for you. I support you. And then I had to let her go. That is the only way that I could heal from that. That's the only way I could forgive myself for allowing myself to do that amount of damage to my, to me and to the people around me because it got to the point where it also was greatly affecting the people in my life. And I didn't know, I didn't know any better. I had literally never been in a situation like that. Um, And I didn't really talk about it much. Not really, not many people knew that I was going through it. I was just going through the motions, just trying to keep the peace. 
And in that, and through that process, I completely lost myself as a woman and as the person I've always hoped to be. I lost her. She felt like she was out of reach. I got her back and I love her now. I love myself now more than I ever have. But it was a hard journey. But the first step was acknowledging that girl, acknowledging that scared girl, telling her they would be okay, letting her know that this version of myself got this now and she can be laid to rest. Number three, not protecting your space or standing up for yourself. I, especially I feel like this is a big thing in the workplace. We don't stand up for ourselves. We don't stand up for those boundaries that we want to create. We always overload ourselves, right? Sometimes, you know, we just want to give the best that we can. A lot of us have been taught that, you know, you work, 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 work. You don't have time to rest. You can rest when you're dead. A lot of us have been taught that mentality. And as we are trying to unwire that and pull back from that, I find that it it brings up a lot more, a lot of other unresolved emotions that we may not have dealt with or considered before. And when you know that you're not standing up for yourself, when you make a decision and you say yes to something that you know you should say no to, that's the first indication that you are not standing up for yourself and instead you are allowing something to take away your power and take away what you know you should be doing out of fear. So how do we forgive ourselves for not protecting our space and standing up for ourselves? We first say, I understand. Again, having a conversation with yourself. I understand that in that moment, you did not know how to stand up for yourself or you were afraid to do that and you didn't realize how valuable your space was and how important it was to protect that space. Moving forward, we will create boundaries. Again, letting yourself know it's okay. You did not know. But now, these are the tools that we are going to put in place. We're going to create boundaries. We're going to let other people know of these boundaries. We're going to make sure that these boundaries are respected. And as I always say, if they are not, then they can hit the road. Respectfully, I am closing this chapter. And that's it. Moving on to our next thing is forgiving yourself for not taking care of yourself or putting yourself first. For a long time, I did not take care of myself. I struggled heavily with postpartum depression on top of the fact that I was already dealing and already had been diagnosed with severe depression and anxiety prior to giving birth. So I was not taking care of myself 
a lot of times all your energy goes into your newborn baby because it's new for you. You're a new parent. You're trying to figure out things. You're sleepless nights. You're trying to figure out what works. And I was not taking care of myself. My hair was matted to the point because I, I kid you guys not, it was, I think I went like a month and a half without washing my hair and it's not like I had braids in or was wearing a wig. Like I was just out here in these streets with my hair. I lost so much hair because I wasn't taking care of myself. I wasn't putting myself as a priority at any point. It was always everybody else before me. And it's very admirable at times to be selfless. But sometimes you do deserve to be selfish. I'm going to say that again. It is, while it is admirable to be selfless, sometimes you need to be selfish. You need to do something for yourself. Even it is as small as something like me, a person who wasn't even washing or combing their hair. You do something for you or you will lose that you will lose that relationship with yourself. The more that you don't appreciate yourself, the weaker or or show care for yourself, the weaker your relationship with yourself becomes. And I always say this, if you do not have a love and respectful, loving and respectful relationship with yourself, you cannot truly, truly, and genuinely develop a loving and respecting relationship with somebody else. It's just not going to happen. You can trick yourself into thinking it's going to happen. You can tell yourself, no, I love them. I respect them. And that may very well be true. But you won't get there genuinely wholeheartedly unless you first lay that foundation with yourself now how do you forgive yourself for that the first thing I did was just start taking care of myself making a conscious effort to wash my hair wash my face make sure I don't have on these raggedy ass clothes because I didn't have to look raggedy. I was making a choice to be raggedy fucking Ann. And I didn't have to do that. Right? I was doing it because I was just tired. And I didn't. I don't have time to. I don't have time to look cute. And nobody said I had to walk around looking like Versace 2012. On the side of the runway in Paris, Mulan, New York Fashion Week. Nobody ever said I had to do that. All that now. But can you put on a clean t-shirt? That don't look like it's, it's been days and days in the dryer without being folded? Can you put on some pants that fit? Can you put on... Some shoes that don't look like you just drug them through the mud real quick and then put them on your feet. Do something, right? I just started to have begin the process of taking care of myself. And the more I began to take care of myself, I was able to release 
the negative energy that I felt from not taking care of myself because I was making a change. Every time you make a change, I think of it as moon phases. Every time a moon phase phase changes, it's another opportunity. The moon changes phases. It's another version of the moon. It's another, it's still the moon. It's still the same, same beautiful moon that you look up in the sky at night. But it changes. It's different versions of it. Different perceptions of it. And that is how I was able to see that and grow from that. Once I could see that, you know, I'm, I'm shifting into another version of myself who does take care of herself. Who does put herself first sometimes. I realized that that new version of me was not that same person. So there was no need to hold on to the grudge that I felt towards myself. Moving on to the next topic is not being present for others. I went through a time where I was so secluded and so depressed that I just could not be there for people. I couldn't do it. I could barely even do anything for myself. Getting up and going to school was a hard enough task for me. And then coming home and being a mom and going to work, that was enough for me. That was literally, I was at, I had reached the capacity. I had reached my capacity and I had nothing else to give. Because all my energy was sucked out already. A lot of my energy was already gone from dealing with my depression and not caring about myself, not loving myself, not recognizing my worth, just hating myself, to be honest, just to be really frank, hating myself. All of that energy was gone. I had nothing else to give to anybody else. Did I feel bad about it? Of course. Do I? Did I wish that I could go back and change things? Absolutely. But at that time, I was giving literally all that I could give. And one thing, one conversation that, and and I was able to forgive myself through having those conversations with the people that I was not giving my inner, as much energy to as I would like to have given by saying, I apologize. I honestly was going through a lot. I did not have much energy to give to myself. I barely had any energy to give myself and give to my everyday things. So in the list of if I'm not giving any energy to myself, my energy is only going to baby and school and work and I had nothing else. I am sorry that I was not was not able to be present for you. I apologize for not being being able to be there in your time of need of support and in your time of need of loving and just being I, I'm sorry I couldn't put my arms around you and be there for you and be that light for you. But I have done that healing and growth and I'm constant I'm con- and I'm currently doing that healing and growth so that I can not only be there for myself but be able to be there for you as well. And moving forward, I will be sure to have those conversations with you if I feel like I cannot give you the energy that you deserve. 
that is a hard conversation to have. So I'm not saying this as if that is a easy conversation to have, but it's definitely worth it. If you are at a point when you are feeling like I can't be present, have those conversations. That makes it a lot easier for you to forgive yourself for it because you are very upfront and you are very honest and very forthcoming with the fact that you could not be as present as you would have hoped to be for your friend or your family or your significant other. It's very, very important to have those conversations because also that limits the what ifs, right? Because when people don't know why you're not talking to them, when people don't know why all of a sudden you're not answering the phone, all of a sudden you're not answering your text message, you're just ghosting. You know, we call it ghosting and we're like, you know, if I ghost you, I'm just ghosting you. You can also give people the courtesy of saying, I'm not in a space right now. I need some time. I'm sorry right now. I can't really be there for you. But when I am back or I'm feeling better, I will I will be there for you. But just right now at this time, I cannot. Right? Someone loves you and somebody respects you. They're going to receive that. It might be a little bit hard the first couple of times really first three times four times I don't know depending on the person but you're making that effort to have that conversation to be transparent and communicate that to avoid you know scorned relationships to avoid anything that might come of just you know them feeling like you're just not being a good friend so how do you forgive yourself for that You recognize that you're human and that you can't always be there for everybody at every point in your life. You're not superwoman, you're not superman, and you cannot keep the whole weight of the world on your shoulders. Sometimes you do need to be isolated. Sometimes you do need seclusion in order to recharge and and be, like, think of yourself as a battery, right? We can't go, go, go. We're not energizer bunnies, right? We have some time to take a pause and just be. Maybe we have some healing to do. Maybe we just need rest. Maybe we just are in a space where we just kind of don't feel like talking. As long as we communicate that from jump, you know, hey, look, I need some time. Someone who loves you will understand that. Somebody who cares about you will understand that. And take it from someone who's done this before, people will much like, much more appreciate you being honest about that than being ghosted. Because I've been on both sides. I've been the ghosty and I've been the ghoster, right? People will appreciate you just being honest about that. But you should not beat yourself up for needing time and space. Now, our last one is getting into our last moments, moments of this podcast is getting into, I'm going to return back to that exercise that I was telling you about. You get a piece of paper or you find a journal, you write down all the times, and you can do this for every single thing we've talked about. You can write down all the times you've doubted yourself 
all the times you've stayed in bad situations, be as specific as possible. It's going to be painful. It's going to bring up a lot of emotions, but healing is not linear and healing is not easy. If healing was easy, we would never ever have issues. We wouldn't get broken hearts. Things would not face us. Healing and growing and relearning and rewiring our braids to not beat ourselves up or give in to past things that we've been taught as children is hard. Write down everything. Doubting yourself, staying in bad situations, all the times you didn't stand up for yourself, all the times you did not protect yourself or your space, all the times you did not take care of yourself, all the times you did not put yourself first, all the times that you all the times that you did not believe in yourself, all the times that you weren't present for others, write everything down and be as specific as possible. Really doing this exercise, you should fill up an entire page. You could, you should fill up multiple pages. If you're being honest with yourself, you should fill up page after page. And once you have completed this, sit with it, Hold it in your arms, in your hands, and tell yourself, I forgive you for all the times and all the ways that you list everything out. Say it to yourself. I forgive you for all the times and all the ways, da-da-da-da-da-da-da, everything that she wrote down, and then destroy it, burn it, tear it up. Throw it in the trash, take a lighter, burn it, put it in a trash can, whatever, however it feels good for you to destroy those things, you have forgiven yourself. We're done with that now. We're moving forward. As always, I have two affirmations for you guys today. I am trusting myself and my intuition. Again. I am trusting myself and my intuition. I am forgiving myself and releasing all that does not serve me. I am forgiving myself and I am releasing all that does not serve me. As always, if you resonated with this podcast, feel free to screenshot and tag me. I have my new e-guide journaling bundle. It is completely free. If you screenshot it, I will send it directly to you. And so you don't have to worry about going on my website or anything like that. I will send it directly to you. No worries. Also, I am accepting clients for March, April of my eight-week remix formula course. This is an eight-week course. I do both coaching, group coaching, and one-on-one coaching, depending on your preferences and what you're comfortable with. Going into realizing our roadblocks, exploring our emotions, Man, learning how to manifest and change our minds, our mindsets, learning how to get to know ourselves more, more internal intimacy, realizing who you are as a person, and finally building that routine and building those things that we can always return to when we are struggling with self-love and just getting into a place where 
we can realize all these things, deal with them, recognize them, release them so that we can move into our power and achieve our dream lives. Because as we hold the more, one thing I think a lot of people don't realize is you are accomplishing what you're doing, not because you're not capable, but because you are holding your, holding yourself back in some way, shape or form, whether you're not letting go of past traumas, you're not recognizing the fact that you need to heal, you're not actively taking steps to grow and change, but you are the one holding yourself back from one, in one way or another. And I want to be that person to help you. So if you are interested in that, you can book a call with me in on my Instagram page. If you click the link on my bio, book a call and we can have a talk and see if we are a good fit for each other. And as always, thank you for listening to the A Word podcast, you beautiful, beautiful people.